Empowered people make informed decisions that lead to living a life without regret. This is Sarah Kaki and Shauna Woods from Atlanta Divorce Law Group, and this is the Happily Ever After Divorce Podcast. Welcome to the Happily Ever After Divorce Podcast. This is Sarah Kaki, and I'm joined by our managing partner, Shauna Woods. Shauna, we are going to discuss tolerations. What are you tolerating? Are you aware of what you're tolerating? Are you being a very tough, resilient person, or are you just somebody that's tolerating a lot of negativity and junk really in your life that you shouldn't? I kind of set this up with an example that comes to mind. We have a lot of potential clients that we speak to who are fighting to death to keep their marriages together. And then a lot of times they meet us at a point where they want to know what are their options if this marriage ends up in divorce, but they make it clear that they don't want a divorce. They're just want to know their options if their spouse, things don't change with their spouse. And actually a few couple of clients that come to mind are people that have been in very, very long marriages, you know, 10 years, 20 year long marriages. And at some point, something turned in the other person, whether they might have fallen in love with somebody else, whether they had a midlife crisis, or they went through a massive depression or developed a substance abuse problem. And now this person who is trying to hold this marriage together and has this end goal in mind of getting the marriage back to the place it was, or getting the family back to the place it was, starts putting up with a lot in order to keep everything together. And what's interesting is they probably go through life and are told you're very tough. You're very resilient. You can probably put up with a lot. You handle a lot. You handle a lot. And I can speak to this personally because I take pride in being told I'm a tough person. Oh, wow, Sarah, you can handle a lot. Just like you said, or wow, Sarah, you're so resilient. There's a fine line, isn't there, between being resilient and having a high toleration for things you should not tolerate. Before you know it, you've enabled a lot of dysfunction in your life. You want to speak to that? Absolutely. And I think it's very important that we, as people, as just developing your own self, you draw your boundaries And you decide, I know we talk a lot about boundaries, but you decide what happens if somebody crosses them, right? And are you tolerating somebody continuously crossing a boundary that you have set for them, right? Are you allowing that to be in your life? And I think you have to take a step back and say, who am I? Who is it I want to be? And am I acting like the person I want to be? Right. Right. And if the person you want to be would not tolerate that behavior, why are you? And it's so funny you say that because one of our clients that I spoke to, she was tolerating a lot to hold this marriage together. And I said to her, if your daughter told you Uh that their husband was behaving in this matter, what would you tell your daughter? And without blinking an eye, she said, I would tell her, get out of there now. And it's so funny what we're willing to tolerate sometimes in our own life that we would never permit a loved one to tolerate in their life. But when you're in that box, right, the instructions to how to get out of the box or outside of the box are not inside the box. So you can't see outside the box. So you almost need 
a trusted person to kind of wake you up to your surroundings and say, hey, you are enabling dysfunction in your life. But what I have found personally in my life is that tolerations a lot of time mask themselves as being tough. Mm-hmm. Tolerations mask themselves as somebody who can handle a lot, somebody that can push through a lot and takes on a lot. And is wow, this person is so strong, right? Tolerations. But my mom is a very strong person, but at times I can also see that, wow, you tolerate way more than you should. You let a lot of people cross your boundaries. You let a lot of people ask for beyond what they should be asking of you. And you give beyond what you should be giving. And you get this beautiful title of you're very strong or very resilient versus, wow, what are you enabling in other people? And I do think that there are certain types of people that look for the quote unquote strong ones, right? The the ones who can handle Mm -hmm. a lot because they know either you know, subconsciously or consciously that they're the person who puts a lot on other people who needs extra attention or who has caused turmoil. Right. And I do think they look for these people. So if you're coming out of a relationship where you've tolerated a lot or you're going through one, one of the things that we really want to do is really do some self-development either through therapy or other avenues so that we're not opening ourselves up for that person who's looking right. Right, to put all of that burden on you. Right. Because when you are that type of person who prides themselves in being tough and being able to take on a lot and being very resilient, you can absolutely attract circumstances and people who are very willing to put their burdens in your corner. And at that point, You are becoming a rescuer instead of somebody that can challenge the status quo or coach other people or truly be of service to other people versus just enabling dysfunction over and over again. And the clients we're thinking about and a lot of the consultations we do, there is a slippery slope. I'm not saying tolerating things in your family is always a negative thing. At the end of the day, if your spouse or your loved one is going through a tough time in life, there is a there, it isn't always a negative thing to tolerate things. It isn't always, I mean, being resilient is an admirable quality. I think it's just a matter of being fully aware of when have I crossed that point of being supportive, of being helpful, of being compassionate. And, you know, at this point in life, I'm going to give 70 instead of a 50, 50, it's going to be a 70, 30, or it's going to be an 80, 20 or a 90, 10 to the point of I'm actually enabling dysfunctioning dysfunctional behavior. I'm actually enabling a dysfunctional situation. And I think that when you invite a tough conversation with yourself, you know, you know that you have crossed that line and now you are actually part of the dysfunction versus somebody that's challenging and coaching out of that dysfunction. I agree. Absolutely. And I do think that we should all have, you know, the list of things that we will tolerate and a list of things that are absolutely no. Right. There are some things that are absolutely no that you do that one time. I'm out. Right. Or if you do that again, I'm out. Right. Right. And you really should stick to these as far as I've made this decision for me. I'm not in a healthy space if I allow whatever it is, whatever boundary you set up, 
to continue. And I think it goes both ways when, what are you asking the other person to tolerate of your own behavior? You know, some of the um, examples that come in mind is a spouse that disconnects and needs some time to themselves and needs to have some space and some silence and just aren't at a place where they want to share with you. Tolerating that and creating space and peace for that person and safe, a safe place for them to go through that on their own versus the spouse that uses abusive, harmful language to you in order to get that peace and time away from you. That, I think, is our completely separate tolerations that sometimes, especially to our women clients, I think it's important to hear because women... We are pleasers of nature and we will bend and bend and bend and twist and turn to make adapt to the situation and to keep the peace or peacekeepers, right? I don't think all men would agree with that, but I think in our essence, sometimes when we do get a strong masculine energy coming at us, we will do everything to create peace just to feel safe and to create space. And it is those moments that our tolerations can go beyond what is healthy. And I'm going to flip it on you. Yeah. Because that's what we like to do. Yes. And I think that it's hard for men who are kind of in that situation where they're either being verbally or really physically abused to feel like they're, to not feel like they're being, their masculinity is being attacked. And so they tolerate it because they're hiding it. Right. Right. They're hiding the abuse from a very uh, aggressive or assertive uh, female partner. And they don't want the society to know that this is what they've been tolerating. Right. Right. So they put up with it out of embarrassment and fear rather than saying, I'm in a really dysfunctional relationship. And even challenging some of the females on it, the females are going to turn it back on them and say, what, you're not man enough to stand up to me, which is such an unhealthy dynamic. And and somewhere where I see a lot of our clients do go, you know, in their, in the really rough parts of their marriage. So we do think when you start talking about, tolerations there's the small ones right the you didn't put your laundry away Mm -hmm. you didn't put the dishes in the sink Mm -hmm. right okay we can mostly get over that it's going to irritate us but we can get over these and then you move into the bigger tolerations bitch why is it you can't manage to do this is it a huge disrespect towards me you don't care about anything that i'm asking you to do Or is this just something that you were never trained to do and I'm going to learn to put up with it? Right. Right. So you have to look at that bigger picture of what are the little tolerations building yourself up to and when to let things go. And I think that's the dance of marriage because no healthy marriage are you going to walk in and say, I will not tolerate anything. Good luck. Right. Like, I think that's a very nice magnet or maybe like a bumper sticker, but you know, for girl power, do not tolerate any, anything from it. That's, that's not reality. Reality is you are going to learn how to dance together through each other's pant patterns, things that were taught from family members. And some of it, you have to say not worth it. Right. I, I, this is a minor one, like you're saying that it's not worth the battle. And some of it is because it's a value system. It's a respect piece. It's something that is your wound and his wound going at each other. And those are the tolerations that are really, really painful. And unfortunately or fortunately, nobody knows your wounds 
as well as your, your closest people in your life. And when they want to go for it, they know where to hit. And are you going to tolerate that? Are you going to tolerate the going below the belt, so to speak? And I think that's the parts of marriage that really needs to be sorted out. And is that the ongoing work that goes into marriage is, okay, what am I willing to tolerate from you? And what am I not willing to tolerate from you? And, you know, when are you going to be respectful of the most intimate things you know about me and not use them to go below the belt? And how am I going to tolerate it or not tolerate it? What does that look like if you do do that? What is that actually going to look like in our marriage? But we do teach people how to treat us. And we do teach people what we are, by our tolerations, we are actually teaching people how we want to be treated. It is never truly by, hey, this is the, this is how you treat me. There's never the verbal that teaches people how to treat you. It is what you tolerate that teaches people how to treat you. And that goes with your children as well, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Well, it goes with anyone. It goes with friendships. It goes with work relationships. It goes, especially in a marriage or a personal relationship of that sort. And what you're willing to put up with is really speaking to how you value yourself. Yes. What am I worth? Right. And yes, if you are in a emotionally abusive or physically abusive relationship, your value does get shrunk. Little by little by little until you don't even realize it anymore. And so I do really think that gut check is to remember, okay, even if I don't feel like I have that self-worth, remember who I want to be Mm. and project myself and say, I'm protecting that person. Right. Right. And when you embody it, it becomes, you almost don't even need to say it. It just becomes correct. It does. And I do think it's important to set those boundaries for every single person, even the closest person in your life, Mm -hmm. because you're right. They're the ones who are going to hurt you the most, sometimes intentionally and sometimes unintentionally. And setting those to that most important person is also setting those to yourself. I am not going to allow myself to hurt me this Mm -hmm. way, right? Because you are by extension allowing that. Now, we, we're discussing tolerations as far as a person-to-person goes. There's another way this comes to play, and I think of my business and mindset coach, David Nagel, when I think of this. Back in when I was first starting the law firm, I was tolerating a lot as far as I mean, both Hashem and I were in our personal life and in our financial and professional life in order to get the law firm going and get some traction. And, you know, we were tapping into every hour of the day to work. We were tapping into every source of income we could to like fund and get the law firm going. And I remember David Nagel said to us, you are just tolerating way more than you should. You're making it more difficult. And that journey Hisham and I were on together to get the business going and get our lives professionally and financially and our family lives going. We were so programmed from our families to have a high toleration level for enduring hard work and enduring hard times because I'm a child of an immigrant. His parents are immigrants. So we just naturally are programmed to have a high endurance for toleration. And David Nagel had to almost wake us up that you guys are both making this way more difficult than it needs to be because you have this high toleration for 
pain and not tolerating for crazy amount of work. I know you can relate to this, Shauna. And it woke us up. We're like, whoa, what are like, let's look outside this box. Let's become aware of everything in our lives that we've made more complicated, all the extra noise we've created or how far we've come from who we want to be to your point in order to get to our goal. I see this a lot in our couples where you see a couple who built a business together and they get on a plan together. Okay. You take care of the children. You take care of the home. You help me on the side with the ministry work in the business. I'm going to grow this business and we're going to get it from A to Z. And in that time, like we're not going to spend money. We're not going to spend family vacations. We're not going to, it's okay that we're working crazy late hours and it's okay that we're not going to our children's events because we have this goal and let's go team. And halfway through from A to Z, all of a sudden we find ourselves in a completely different place where they're miserable. They're thinking about divorce. Their children are not seeing their parents. And this was all from a good intention of the family had this mission of getting from A to Z and they tolerated way more than they needed to. And at this point, they created the dysfunctional situation. And that's never what the resilience story that they were hoping for was going to be about. I know I paused there. And the reason I spoke so much to my own journey and my own history is I've been working since I was 12. Yeah. And that's just ingrained in me as this very, very strong work ethic. And there are definitely times where I look back on my life where I could have taken a beat. I could have taken a moment to really think through, do I really need to go in on Saturday and work 12 hours or can I go spend this time with my daughter? Right. Right. And there was definitely um, another place that I have worked that that was very much encouraged, that overworking, that driving yourself to to the ultimate limit. And I do think that those tolerations that you're talking about really come home to roost, not just in your family and your social life, but in your body, right. right? Your body is going to start breaking down because you're just pushing it over too much. And it's letting you know, I'm not tolerating this anymore. Right even when you are. And so what you said is really important to understand why did I feel like I needed to tolerate that amount of work for who I am and what I wanted to accomplish. And so setting the boundaries within yourself is just as important. Yeah. And I think that's what it comes down to is who do I want to be and what does that person tolerate? What kind of family do we want to have? And what does that type of family tolerate? Because if we go into programming from what was taught from us, from our family or our family's history, we may be tolerating to our dysfunction and call it resilience and strength, but it's really a self-sabotage program that's running the course and we're not even aware of it. And I really do think it's both of our generations, you know, the way we were taught, the way we were raised was such this, as I call it, the work ethic, but it can go into workaholic. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Happily Ever After Divorce Podcast. If you'd like to learn more, go to atlantadivorcelawgroup.com forward slash resources.